The roots and traditions remain alive with another season of high school athletics. It's the OIA Game of the Week. Tonight, the road to a state championship tournament berth remains on the line as we have hit the Division I OIA Girls Basketball Playoffs. Tonight's quarterfinal matchup features the OIA West number three seed, the Mililani Trojans, who are coming off a win last night over the Kaiser Cougars. Their opponent, playing for the first time in a week, will be the OIA East second seed, Na Menehune of Moanalua, who will come out victorious. We find out now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSC Hawaii. Providing customer value. And now let's go to the campus of Moanalua High School. Here's play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera and analyst Ku'ule Agbayani. Aloha and welcome to Moanalua High School. It's another Friday night Pauahana matchup playoff style. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani here with you. And Kule, this should be a fun one. We looked at the matchups and when you break it down, Mililani, the number three seed out of the west, Moanalua Namenehune, the number two seed out of the east. So when you look at it that way, it should be an evenly matched game tonight. And we're looking for some fun basketball, knowing that we're going to have the championship game in maybe five days or so on Wednesday next week. So what can we look forward to for the action here tonight? Well, Moanalua definitely wants to get back to that championship game. To remind everybody, they lost last year to Campbell, 28-22. Campbell going back-to-back as the OIA champs. And they never won an OIA championship in girls' basketball prior to that first one in 2022. But Moanalua hopefully can do something about it, and they want to get back there to face Campbell, but unfortunately for Moanalua, because they are the number two seed in the East, they would need to play Campbell should Campbell beat Pearl City in the other quarterfinal game. So in the semifinal, the winner of this game right here that we are about to see will go on to play the winner of Pearl City and Campbell. And then on the other side of the bracket, Kahuku, who we had called their game recently, that looks like a solid team. They are the number one seed in the East and they are playing Lelehua tonight and the other quarterfinal game is Radford and Kailua. And I think it's pretty safe to say Kule that Kuhuku and Campbell are on a crash course to meet for the OIA championship but we'll see if the winner of this game tonight between Monalua and Mililani can maybe pull some upset magic next week Wednesday. But we're going to get back to this action in just a little bit. We'll have tip off and starters for you. It's going to be a fun one tonight. Mililani making the trek to visit Moanalua. We'll be back with everything and a lot more right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Welcome back to Moanalua High School. Na Menehune hosting the Trojans of Mililani and Kule, we talked about it. This should be an interesting matchup because these teams have, have taken really similar paths to get where they are. Monalua started their OA campaign on a 10-0 run and then stumbled a bit. Of course, at Kohuku, it very justified their great team. And then Mililani finishing the OA campaign at 8-3. and three. But one of those losses, as you learn from the coaching staff over with the Trojans, came very short-handed at Nanakuli, which if they had won that game could have propelled them into the number two seed. So basically now that Milani's at near full strength, this should be, I think, and I think we think, 
a very evenly played matchup tonight. Yeah, and Mililani, as you mentioned when we first started the broadcast, they actually did play yesterday, beating Kaiser in the first round, 48-29. So fortunately for the Trojans, you know, somewhat of an easy victory. So hopefully didn't use too much of their energy as they're getting set to play a Moana Lua squad that had that first round bye. And or as I mentioned prior to the break, are hungry to get back into the championship game. But for Mililani, if you are Moana Lua, a couple of the players that had um, a hot shooting yesterday against Kaiser, you had Brooke Kurosaki with 10 points. You had Shania Wilson with 10 points as well. And Akemi Kawamata putting up nine points versus the Cougars. And as we get ready for tip-off in just a few seconds, let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to OAA Girls Basketball here on Hawaii Sports Radio Network, the exclusive home of OAA Sports. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Just a few seconds away from tip-off here at Monolua, Kyle Galdera and Ku'ule Ogbayani. It's a Pau Hana Friday playoff matchup here. Happy to bring it to you. The crowd is filing in. Plenty of seats available if you're in the area. I know traffic was a little hairy getting from downtown to Monolua for us. And if you're <laughs> in the area listening and you're figuring, hey, I don't want to drive home, come check out some basketball at Monolua. Yeah, by the way. We have a VIP in the house sitting next to us, our Michael Lascaro over here getting ready to take some photography action. But no, walking in, uh, speaking of the traffic, fortunately we got it all here and set up. But uh, I do, I was telling our Paul Brecht who's in studio that, you know, it's a little reminiscent right now. As most people know by now, I am a Midilani High School graduate and I did play basketball for the Trojans, but I did not know that any of my former coaches were still coaching so it was quite the shock when I saw coach Barrow walk in because I used to play for him he was one of the assistant coaches when I was playing but as he told me he's like you guys are lucky because I'm old now so I don't yell as much so you guys used to you know you, you guys would get all of the yelling back then uh, you know <clears throat> so many years ago <laughs> we, we won't mention how many years but that's a great segue because we're going to get you the Mililani Trojan starting lineup number 10 Brooke Kurosaki she's the team leader 13 points per game in OIA play, and more importantly, I think, 75% from the free throw line. Number 23, Jacelyn Shinagawa, joined by number 35, Akemi Kawamata. Number 44, Shania Wilson. She's averaging 10 points a game, and rounding out the lineup, post player Autumn Langafuaina. Yeah, and for Moanalua Na Menehune, you have Rhea Nobleza averaging 11.2 points per game, Shanti Castillo. Uh, you have Shiloh Li'i Li'i, who we were very familiar with because she was really good during the, the games that we called last, I believe, in the championship game. She was one of the main players. She's averaging 12.4 points per game. Jamie Smith. And then you have rounding it out the starting lineup for Mwanalua, Tanea Daniels. Yeah, and something to mention for Mililani, Osti Furuta is out of the lineup. And that even though we mentioned that they're coming back, that is Mililani, from being shorthanded against Nanakuli. We'll see if the absence of Furuta plays a factor in tonight's game. And that sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. They do a lot of great things in the community and help with all your health care needs. Check them out. They're creating a healthier Hawaii. And the starting lineup's being introduced right now. And as I look down, I want to give a big mahalo to Joel Kawachi and the Wanalua High School athletic staff. He does an awesome job in 
We've said it for years, and I know some of the other radio broadcasters out there, even on TV too, they note that this is one of the best facilities as far as upkeep and even the, the restrooms, right? The it's restrooms. Almost, almost like an upscale restaurant type ambiance when you go in there. <laughs> yeah. So definitely a great experience and when it comes fans. to high school sport. Right. i, I got to mention that. Not <laughs> only do we have fans in the stands, but we have fans above us keeping us cool. So players are taking the court. Mililani wearing their traditional dark brown with yellow accents. Moanalua, the home unis tonight, all white with blue trim. Moanalua will be going from left to right from our broadcast position. And the opening tip is up and controlled by Namenehune. And quickly a foul, just six seconds into this one. Referee Tony Colazzo making that call. It's going to be a blocking call, so quickly one team foul against Mililani. Bringing it in will be Tanaya Davis. Over to Ray Nobleza. Down low. Nice post shot taken and made. That's Shiloh Li'ili. I have a feeling, Kule, we're going to be calling her name quite a bit tonight. Yep, and Shiloh Li'ili, clearly the tallest player on the court. And Monolua employing a full court press, and that not only leads to some shady passing by Mililani, and then a carrying violation following a missed shot and an offensive rebound. So... We'll see if that defensive pressure continues to bother the Trojans as Monalua has an early 2-0 lead. 30 seconds gone here in this quarterfinal matchup. Yeah, and that carry by Brooke Kurosaki, someone that you wouldn't expect to because she's normally one of their solid players. So around the horn goes Monalua on offense, trying to find Lili down low. They do. She's double teamed, takes a shot, no good, but it'll be another foul against Mililani. Already two team fouls, just 43 seconds into this contest. And as the two free throws come up, I want to remind our listeners that this year, high school girls basketball has a shot clock. So you mentioned, Kule, in our open, that the championship game is the first free throws missed by Lee Lee. The score was only 28-22, and that's because teams were able to stall still. Mm -hmm. But now we'll see with the 35-second shot clock if those scores will be boosted a bit, not only in this tournament, but going into the state tournament. Second free throw up and good. So now a 3-0 lead. Basically, Lee Lee 3, Mililani nothing. Quickly breaking the press is the Trojans the other way and a steal. Great defense by Monolua. That's Nobleza. Now passing it off to Tanaya Daniels. Looking for some help as Mililani adds pressure. Daniels finally gets it away. Over to Castillo. Castillo driving baseline, right-handed shot. No good off the backboard. Rebounded by Monolua. Nobleza with it, pulling it out. No look pass across the way. Skip pass to Daniels. Down low, Lili again. Right-handed shot off the back iron. No good. Rebounded by Mililani. But then it's stolen away. That defense forcing three turnovers now. And Monalu is going to be fouled again. That's the third team foul. About a minute and a half into this one. And Kule, I foresee Monalu continuing to attack. And we'll see if the Trojans let up a little bit to try to avoid even further yeah, foul trouble. And that one charged to Shania Wilson. Definitely don't want to get your st all these starters into the foul trouble this early. Nobleza jacks a three. No good. Air ball. And it's going to be out of bounds off of Monolua. It'll be Mililani ball. <laughs> and that was Shanti Castillo. And she kind of had a little smirk on her face thinking, oh, okay, I didn't save it. <laughs> <laughs> Monolua with the full court press again. Dribbling up is Kurosaki. Right side passes it. Top of the key to Kawamata. She drives and kicks around the horn. It goes to Wilson. She drives the lane with the right hand. Layup, no good. Rebounded on the offensive side by Longa Fuina. And that shot 
is no good, but she'll be fouled, and for the first time, Milani trying to get some points on the board. I really liked what Langafua Aina just did there. She got the rebound, did not do what we see most uh, players do at this level as they bring the ball down. She kept it up over her head and went straight back up and drew the foul. And her first free throw is good. Three to one. Na Menehune still with the lead. And I'm glad you brought that up because even when we look at some of the college games and even at the UH level, a lot of their bigs, both on the women and the men's side, they still have that bad habit of bringing the ball down, dribbling it, and going back up. So nice to see the fundamentals there. Second free throw, no good. Still a 3-1, to one, one a little lead. Two minutes gone here in the first quarter of this OIA quarterfinal action. Up top is Daniels looking for an opening. Lee Lee back out top to Castillo. Pardon me, that's... Lee back to Smith. Smith now over to Castillo, who jacks a three off the backboard. No good. Nice rebound by Smith. Her shot is no good, though. Nice rebound on the other side by Kurosaki. Good Kur fundamentals there again by Jamie Smith. She got the rebound and went straight back up. So Kurosaki passes it down low, and Wanalu gets its fourth turnover. Another steal quickly up ahead to Nobleza. Down low to Lee Lee. Quick pass inside to Daniels. Stolen away by <laughs> Mililani. Back and forth we go. Two and a half minutes gone in this first quarter. A slim 3 to 1 Monolu lead over Mililani. Into the corner. A long two taken and missed. That one by Wilson. No good. Rebound goes to Monolua. I'm liking the ball movement by Mililani so far. The only thing is a lot of those turnovers were just really poor passes, just giving the ball away from Monolua. When they're Putting it around clean, they look really good and giving Mwanalua some trouble on defense. So with three minutes gone here in the first quarter, the fourth team foul is called on Mililani. So a nice job by Mwanalua. Like you said, Kule, the ball movement is causing Mililani to use a lot of energy. They're slow on their, their transition D, and that led to four fouls so far as following the inbounds pass is going to be Nobleza taking another three, air balls that one too. Back come the Trojans. Kurosaki with it, a full head of steam. Oh, nice stop there, preventing the travel on her part. As this is going to result in a tie-up, a nice effort reaching in by Castillo from Wanalua, tying up Shinagawa. And again, a bounce pass by Kurosaki trying to find Wilson, but just not the most efficient pass. That They're just almost giving it away to Wanalua. And Namanehune employing a, a zone defense that seems to be working very well. Basically a 2-3 zone that they just rotate off of. And the good thing about that is it creates space to force the other team to shoot a three. And that's not something Mililani thrives at. And quickly another steal goes the way of Namenehune. Daniels with it. Over to Nobleza, the better dribbler. Passes to Smith, who's a post player that has some handles. She makes the pass into the corner for Castillo. Baseline drive by Castillo. Kicks it out. Long shot taken by Daniels. And that one bounces in 5-1, to one, the early middle on the lead halfway through this first quarter. There's a very soft baskets that we have here at Moanalua. That one got a good bounce in. Longo Foyna drives baseline, right-handed shot, no good. And then, oh, I thought it was going to be a reach-in foul. But fortunately for Mililani, it's actually going to be a travel on Lee Lee. So the ball will stay with the Trojans. 3.50 to go in the opening period. A slim 5-1 lead for Mwanalua. Namenehune still in the zone defense trying to force a turnover. They just get it in is Mililani. And the underhand scoop shot no good. Off the back iron by Kurosaki. Rebound goes to Nobleza. Oh, almost traveled there. 
but she holds up in time. Guarded up top by Kurosaki, looking for an opening. Takes the Lee screen to the left, now drives into the lane, and she's going to be fouled. And now the referees are going to talk about it, though. It is indeed going to be a Milani foul, so that will be two free throws the rest of the way in this period because Milani has already hit the five-team foul mark. And that's the second foul already on Shania Wilson as well. And we'll keep an eye on the mounting foul trouble for the Trojans as that first free throw by Noblez is up and good. She's an 86% free throw shooter in league play. So I would suggest to Milani, if you're going to foul somebody, don't foul her. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And if you're Rhea, this is the time that counts. Make your free throws. Coach Kule always <laughs> punctuating the free throw percentage. Second free throws up. No good off the front iron, but a nice rebound by Acacia Mateo, who just checked in. She does a good job bringing that energy down to Lee Elite. Now, no look pass. That was beautiful. The shot after it wasn't, though, as Castillo hit the rim, bounces out of bounds. It'll be Milani Ball. Wow, what a pass and very unselfish play by Shiloh Lee Elite because she very well could have taken that shot herself. So Milani bringing it in. And I believe that's a new player. Actually, sorry, it was Kelsey Ota. It is a sub. She's wearing her pink shoes. Hard to miss her as another steal. That's six turnovers now by Milulani. Into the corner goes Monalua. Back around the horn, up top to Nobleza. She dashes left through the paint, and that one's going to be stolen away. Picked up by Ota. Ota passes up to Kyla Nihe. Over now to Kawamata. Oh, she's going to be driven to the baseline, and before she traveled, she's going to be fouled. And even the Monalua coach who's looking baseline, Kirk Ranolo, is asking, wasn't that a travel before the foul? I might have to agree with Coach Kirk there. It did look like a travel before the foul, but nonetheless, Mililani gets a break. So it's Mililani ball trailing 6-1, to 2.45 to go here in the opening quarter. Not a lot of offense to talk about, and right on cue, another Moanalua steal. That's now five as the transition layup, though, is no good. Castillo misses it, missed it, pardon me. And then we're going to have a jump ball on the rebound. So it'll stay with Na Menehune, but good job by Mililani racing back, creating a difficult shot, and then forcing the tie-up. Yeah, Mililani, so far they're lucking out this first quarter because Moanalua has taken the ball away multiple times, but they somehow just can't convert on a lot of those turnovers. But should those shots start to fall, we could see a huge gap for Mililani to cut into. And there's another turnover. Lee Lee tried to get the baseline pass, but the Milani defender was right there. That was Langa Fuina, who put her paw in there and poked it away off of Lee Lee. So Trojans ball, 2.30 to go in the opening quarter, down by five. So far, it's the post player, Langa Fuina, with the only point for Milani tonight. Dribbling up top is Kurosaki, and her pass goes out of bounds. To my count, eight turnovers already here in the first quarter for Milani. 2.15 to go. A little token pressure employed by Milani. Breaking it is Nobleza. She's dribbling. Pardon me, that was Castillo passing it to Lee. Now down low, the no-look, almost like a grenade shot tossed up by Moanalua. No good. Back to Milani's way it goes. And that layup is missed. A little rush there was Kawamata's shot. Yeah, not a bad drive by Kawamata. And not a bad layup either. Just didn't want to fall. And for 
Monalua the other way, a long three-pointer taken and missed, but then rebounded. Lee Lee right there, picking up the spills, putting it up for two, and that bucket is good. Eight to one in favor of Monalua, and we're going to get a 30-second timeout called by the Trojans. We're going to keep it here, though, Kule. And do you, I know <laughs> during our HP broadcast, Paul Brecht and I talk about the danger zone, right? <laughs> when one team starts to pull away from the other, and it's it's almost do or die time, especially in the playoffs. Can Mililani respond here down by seven late in the first quarter? I mean, Mililani just needs to start with taking care of the basketball. I mentioned it like only about five minutes ago that a lot of the turnovers weren't necessarily caused by Moana Lua playing incredible defense. It's just Mililani just making the worst passes to each other, not seeing the defender in the way. So they need to first start there. And then the shots will start. Then you'll get more shots if you have the basketball for <laughs> more time. So, again, just one point for Mililani, trailing Monolua 8-1. to 140 left to go here in the first quarter of this OA Girls D1 playoff quarterfinal. And the lone point for Mililani coming by Longa Foina, whereas Lee Lee has five points for Namenehuni so far. Nice pressure zone defense. Almost leads to another turnover, but picked up by Kelsey Ota. Passes to an open teammate. She takes a three. That's missed by Kalamata. Rebounded by Monalua. Quickly the other way. Now Menehuni looking for a three. Doesn't take it. Now over to Lee Lee. Oh, travel there. <laughs> and taking too many steps there was Daniels. She got a little too excited. She saw an opening, took about three steps, and that was an easy travel call. <laughs> yeah, Antonia Daniels kind of put her hands over her face like, oh, man, I can't believe I did that. So, again, a three-quarter court press put on via the zone of Monalua. Good job slowing down this Trojans offense. Another steal. This one taken by Lee Lee. She's going to slow it down a bit, passing it cross-court to Mateo. Mateo doing a nice job in her bright green shoes. She's easy to spot as this pass goes to Lee Lee. Speaking of easy, that layup was nearly uncontested. Seven points for her and a 10-1 lead. 35 seconds to go here in the first quarter for Monalua. Yeah, smart shot there by Lee Lee. It was more of a short jumper as she aims the, the perfect part of the square in the backboard. And the long three taken by Mililani, no good. Nice offensive rebound, though, by Kurosaki. Behind the back dribble, goes to the right side. Oh, nearly traveled, but instead passes it out. Kawamata with it. Kicks it back to Ota. Across the court, it goes to Kurosaki on the skip pass. Right-handed dribble a couple of times. Double team now, and stolen away. That's going to be a jump ball. Nice job there, getting in the mix. Nearly stealing it was Mateo. Yeah, what effort there by Acacia Mateo. That's like the type of play that you want to see from a player coming off the bench, just working hard, trying to steal that basketball away. So 5.4 seconds in the quarter. We'll see if Milani can dial something up. Three, now two seconds. Last shot taken up and no good off the back iron by Kurosaki. Excellent Mwanalua defense coupled with uh, subpar, I would say, Mililani offense leads to a 10-1 Nahmenihuni lead at the end of the first quarter of action. It's been back and forth so far. We're going to take a little breather and catch our breath, but we'll be back with second quarter action right here at Monaloa High School. You're listening to OIA Basketball, the girls' playoffs tournament, exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. Welcome back to Monolua High School. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani here. Pauhana Friday playoff action. And on the girls' side of the OA tournament, so far it's all Moanalua's way. And that continues here in the second quarter as Courtney Abalos, who just checked in, gets in on the scoring parade, puts up a layup. And right after that, a steal by Moanalua. That's the 11th turnover by Milani. And then quickly the Trojans get a turnover of their own. Kurosaki with it. Across the court it goes to Zenalyn Nelson. Now she pulls it out to Kelsey Ota. Ota back over, and that shot is taken, a long range shot, no good, and that's gonna result in a rebound to Monolua. Still no field goals made yet in the game by Milani. Nice low post pass again, 14 to one on the layup. I believe that was put in by Abalos again, and I mentioned the turnovers, that's 11 total turnovers committed by Milani. Eight of them have been stolen by Monolua. So a great zone defense leading to steals and transition offense. After they miss Milani's shot, ball pinballs around, still being corralled. Who's going to get it? A couple players fall, and it's going to be a travel on Monolua. Wow, I don't know about that. I thought it might have been a jump ball, Kule. Yeah, me too, but once again, Milani lucking out on that one. And if we go back to the 14 points that Monolua has so far, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, but it feels like all or at least definitely majority of the points have come in the paint like they're just finding their shots down low and not by just who we would expect in the beginning Shiloh Lee the tallest player on the basketball court it's not all her they're just finding each other and finding those open spots down low that Milani has not seemed to answer yet yeah great call by you there's been one jumper two free throws and five post shots right around the basket and that's led to a 14-1 lead for Moanalua. A minute 30 gone here in the second quarter. And for Midlani, they're playing a 2-3 zone to counter Moanalua's 2-3 zone. But so far, Moanalua's coming out ahead, up by 13. Yeah, interesting change in defense by Coach Kyle Kurosaki because they were playing man in that first quarter, so now switching it up to that 2-3 zone. Speaking of switching it up, Moanalua took a three there, no good. And the rebound is taken, and then taken again by Mateo. She makes that one, and it's now a 17-1 to Moanalua lead. And we're going to get another timeout by Mulani. We'll keep it here. It's a 30-second timeout. And so far, Moanalua showing that they've put in a great team effort, and that reminds us that Hawaii Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care when you need it. I think uh, Keisha Mateo heard me talk about how a lot of their uh, points were coming in the paint, and she's like, okay, I heard you, Koo. So here's a jump shot from way deep. <laughs> and as I mentioned, she missed the first one, but because Mililani's defense was so collapsed, the rebound went easily back to Namenehune, swung it right back to uh, the shooter there, Mateo, who made the second one. So basically everything falling the way of Namenehune. So... With that said, a 16-point lead 
What does Midulani have to do, Kuhle? Six minutes left in the second quarter to try to chip away. You can't get it all back at once. What do you do to slowly get back in this game? I mean, just what I said towards the ending of the first quarter. Got to take care of the basketball a bit more and get those shots up. But if you don't have the basketball in your possession, you can't make or take even take shots. Well, the good news for them is they do have the ball and nearly turns it over, turn it over again. They keep it, though, on the tip ball into the backcourt. And finally, forcing the action is Kurosaki. Her underhand scoop shot is no good, but she's fouled and will shoot too. And again, no field goals, no made field goals for the Trojans, but if Kurosaki can convert these two free throws, Milani one for two so far tonight from the charity stripe, that'll at least get a little bit of momentum going Milani's way. Yeah, and Kurosaki, a 75% free throw shooter for the season, uh, shot two for four yesterday in free throws against Kaiser as she misses that first one. And again, down by 16, you not only have the pressure of the playoffs, but trying to overcome this deficit as two free throws missed. I don't think the coaching staff from Milani, led by Kyle Kurosaki, could have drawn this up in, an, in a worse way when you try to figure out how this game is going to go as another post bucket made, this one by Mateo on the right-handed layup. And so far, five points for her. Moanalua dominating with another steal. That's Lee flying out of bounds. She passes it back in, stolen back by Milani into the corner, now passing it into the middle to Lanafoenga. She kicks it out, and finally, a three by Kurosaki. The first made field goal comes nearly 13 minutes into this game, 19 to four, Monolua leading. That must feel really good for Kurosaki and the Trojans in general. As you said, we just need one to go in, and hopefully more will follow for the Trojans. And on that note, you can, you can kind of sense the energy for Milani because they got a steal there and then a quick foul by Moanalua. So we'll see now down by just 15 if they can continue to claw back 19 to 4, pardon me, 19 to 4, the Moanalua lead. Yeah, I also want to go back to that uh, last field goal by Moanalua. I mean, they transitioned down the court in two passes for that easy layup by Mateo. So Mililani definitely needs to transition back on defense a lot quicker. Kurosaki jacks another three, no good. Rebound though taken and the follow-up shot is going to be made that's a nice job down low putting it back in by Milani 19 to 6 our score and quickly the other way goes Moanalua another layup attempted no good but it's going to be a foul going the way of the Trojans and that's going to be the third foul foul on Shania Wilson and we'll see if coach Kurosaki takes his player out here knowing that the foul trouble is mounting and indeed he does a bit of a dejected Wilson as she goes to the bench with her third foul good news for Milani though the first free throw by Natalie Colo up and no good so the second free throw is good 20 to 6 Monaloa leading Milani 4.20 to go here in the second quarter. Yeah, and Kelsey Oto is a player that checked in for Wilson as she goes to the bench with the foul trouble. Another steal by Monalua. Four-on-two opportunity. Shot no good, but again, forcing the action in the paint. Monalua doing a good job drawing the foul again. Even if, Kule, they're not making all their free throws like you would suggest they should, just the fact that they're getting to the line and putting pressure on middle on the inside is a great sign. And that's the thing with this Moanalua squad. They seem to have more energy, more pep in their step as compared to the Trojans. 
And that first free throw by Mateo is up and good. She now has six points to go along with seven points by Lee Lee. Both of the post players in the game, accounting for nearly two-thirds of Namenehune's point total so far. Second free throws up and perfect there, 22 to six. Monolulu leading halfway through this second period. Still the full court press employed by Namenehune. Breaking it is Kurosaki. She's double teamed, flips it over to Ota. Ota drives right, passes it off to Kawamata. Kawamata back to Ota. Ota dribbling with her left. Now her right hand crossover gets the screen. Tries to pass it down low. She does. Head fake put up by Kawamata. And what seemed like an impossible shot is up and good. And then she gets the steal. And then the missed shot followed by a block shot by Lee Lee is no good. And another rebound by Milani. Finally, a foul is called on Moanalua. What effort there by Kawamata for Mililani, just getting those rebounds and getting those second chances. And now you feel that energy start to come back for the Trojans. Trojans trail 22 to 8, and even though they're struggling a bit, it's not a lack of effort. It's just great execution by Mwanalua. So we'll see if the Trojans can continue to chip away. It's a 14-point deficit. 3.20 to go here in the second quarter, and a moving screen will be called on Mililani's number 55, Autumn Longafoyne. And not only Kule, is that a turnover, but again, it goes toward the team foul total. So that's now three here in the quarter. Yeah. The good thing for the Trojans is, we brought it up in the pregame, the shot clock. So Monolua has to keep playing. There's no point in time where they can stall. So there's always a chance for a team to come back at this level at any time. And speaking of that, Kurosaki got a foul and then tried to get a layup, but before she did, she took a couple too many steps, and the traveling violation is called. So down by 14, Mililani trying to get a stop, using the full court press on this end, almost get a steal, and then a foul, a reach-in foul committed. I believe that was on Kelsey Ota, and that's the fourth team foul here in the second quarter committed by Mililani. Oh, that was me. I was always getting called <laughs> for the reach-in fouls. It just, again, flashbacks. <laughs> and that was one of those frustration fouls because Milani had a steal, didn't quite get the ball, and then on the chase, that's where the foul happened. We'll see if Namenehune can capitalize here. Ball pinballing around a bit, stolen away by Milani. That was Longa Fuena who had it following the steal and then kicked out of bounds, I believe, by Moanalua. That's going to lead to a timeout called by Coach Kirk Ranolo to talk it over, and we'll keep it here for the 30-second timeout. But Kule Moanalua up 22-8. to We've been talking about what Mililani has to do to get back in the game. On the flip side, what do Namenehune have to do to not only keep this 14-point lead, but knowing that they have the shot clock and they have to keep moving, how do you continue to put pressure on the opposition? That's the thing. Pedal to the metal. You keep going. You keep. You don't really change what you've been doing that it's been working. I like how Shiloh Lee Lee gets a lot of open looks down low, mainly because not to take the shot, but to actually pass it off. She's almost like passing it over the Milani defenders to find her teammates. They're going really well, kind of similar to like how we see from Campbell, right? They just keep on going, and that's what they need to do. They need to test themselves should they want to be prepared if they get past Mililani and will face Campbell. You want to keep working on all of your stuff. And speaking of Lee, Lee she'll take a much-needed breather, and that's one of the benefits of having a 14-point lead is you can rest your stars. 
So Mililani with it, 2.30 to go in the second quarter. Kurosaki has it. And this was stolen away again, another steal. Nobleza back in the game. She takes it, puts up her right-handed layup, and good defense to offense. Almost automatic for Moanalua. They're now up 24 to 8 here in this quarterfinal action on a Friday night. Yeah, what composure by Rhea Nobleza to not lose her focus as she could hear the footsteps of the defender, but made that two points. So Kawamata with it, holding the ball football style with her left hand. Gets away from the defender, Kurosaki, into the corner. Dribbling with it now, Shinagawa. Nearly all the starters back in. In fact, all but one starter back in for Milani. Long three taken by Kurosaki, and that one is good. And we talked about ways for Milani to get back in it. If you can hit the three, that will help. That will help indeed. And then great defense on the other end, forcing a miss by Monalua. And then it's going to be a foul going on Namenehuni. So that's now four team fouls each way with a minute 34 to go here in the first half. Yeah, and if there's anyone you want shooting from long distance for Mililani, it is Kurosaki. She has 13 threes made throughout the season, the most for this Trojan squad. And I chuckle a bit because with Lee, Lee getting a break, I think Coach Ranolo said, nah, you're getting back in the game because Mililani's starting to chip away. And that's another near steal collected by Nanmenehunu with Mililani trying to force the issue a bit. Yeah, Tanea Daniels from Wanalua almost getting that interception but knocking it out of bounds so Trojans keep the ball. So for Kurosaki, two three-pointers. She leads the way with six points for the Trojans. A minute 20 now here in the first half. Trojans down by 13. Kurosaki up top, up top dribbling with the right hand over to Kawamata. Around the horn it goes back to Kurosaki in the left corner. Up top, a long two deflected by Lee Lee on the block. Shot clock remains at 12. Down low it goes to Kawamata. The foul and the bucket is good. So just like that, 24 to 13 now is our score. And Kule, I would venture to say if, if the Trojans can make this free throw, cut it to 10, and then get another stop and get this deficit under 10, that would be a big win for the Trojans and Coach Kyle Kurosaki. And again, huge benefit to the Trojans this time around because there is that shot clock, so Moanalua can't take their time. And the free throw is good, so the deficit cut from 16 down to 10, 24 to 14. Full court press by Milani. Three on one the other way goes Moanalua. Lee, Lee up with the left-handed layup, no good, but she's going to be fouled and will shoot two. And Coach Ranolo kind of slapping his hands, knowing that even though it's a tough play, it would have been great to get the and one there, trying to stifle Mililani's comeback a bit. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised that a player like Lee Lee didn't focus more on getting that shot. You can almost know that foul's going to come, so you, I guess, pull back a little bit. She makes the first free throw, wearing a big knee brace on her right knee. We'll see if that plays a role in today's game as Lee Lee wipes her brow, dribbles it. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times now. Puts it up, and that free throw is good. 26 to 14. Namene Hune leading the Trojans. Full court press back on, nearly a steal as Milani finally gets it across the timeline. 45 seconds to go here in the first half. Dribbling up top is Kawamata, guarded closely by Nobleza. Over to Kawamata again, and then Kelsey Ota. She's up top between the circles. Over into the right corner. Kawamata with it. Tries what looked like maybe a pass and a shot, but no matter how it looks in the stats, it's going to be a turnover to Moanalua. And then a transition three 
by Ray Nobleza. Puts the lead back to 15 for Namenehune. And Rhea Nobleza doing what she usually does for Namenehune as she, prior to that one, had 15 three-points made on the season. Their top three-point shooter as well. One second left here in the half, and it's stolen away again. Another Namenehune steal, and even more importantly, a big turnover to end this half for the Trojans. So after the dust has settled a bit, we can finally breathe, and a big breathe, a sigh of relief taken by Namenehune as they're up 29-14 here at halftime. We'll be back with some stats, analysis, and more. Stay tuned. You're listening to OA Girls Playoff Action right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. Welcome back to halftime here at Monolua. It's Na Menehune over Mililani 29-14 in quarterfinal action of the OIA Girls postseason tournament. And Kule, a great start by Monolua. They got up by as many as 16 in the first half and then let Mililani chip away a bit, getting that deficit down to 10. And then Monolua ended the half on a 5-0 run. And a lot of credit goes to Shiloh Lee. She had nine first half points. But the big story is Monolua's zone pressure defense, forcing 16 turnovers total, including 12 steals, six of which came by Ray Nobleza. So basically, Nobleza had six points, six steals. She's on pace for a double-double with points and steals. How about that? Yeah, including that three. That was her <laughs> last shot of the first half. And Monolua, not only that defense, but just that press that they have for Midilani that just almost tiring out Midilani. Anytime you have to go against the press, every single time you have to inbound the ball, it does get tiresome. And Monolua is doing it very, very well, forcing a lot of those turnovers forcing Mililani to make passes that they normally don't want to make. So all the credit to Nam and Ahune because they are executing somewhat perfectly. I'm sure there are some things that their coach would like them to fix, but for the most part, and we talk about Shiloh Lee Lee, just completely unselfish of a player, knowing that she's the tallest player on the court and could easily try to make her own shots under the basket. She's constantly looking for her teammates and dishing it out to them. So just good all-around basketball and team play by Moana Lua. Yeah, and focusing on Mululani, they did their best to get back in the game. They had one point at one point, and 11 minutes into the game, their one point came by a free throw so no field goals and then they got some offense going Brooke Kurosaki hit two three-pointers and Akemi Kawamata chipped in five points but again the story going back to that pressure defense from Wanalua 16 turnovers and something we, we like to talk about on our broadcast is you don't always use the press to get turnovers sometimes you just like to slow the other team's offense mm -hmm. down and it's almost like a bonus, like icing on the cake when you get a bunch of turnovers out of it. And so far, that's really helping Moanalua tonight. Yeah, because you do see a player like a Brooke Kurosaki who is really good at driving to the basket. So if you don't give her enough space to drive, then that does, you know, change the, around their offensive plan a little bit. And Minilani, defensively, it was interesting how they switched it up a couple of times, you know, started off with the man, then go to the 2-3 zone. So clearly, Coach Kyle Kurosaki trying anything that he can to try to slow down Moana Lua and to their credit they were starting to figure it out offensively again just first thing you got to do is limit those turnovers that they've just throwing away the ball keep the ball in your possession so that you can get more shots as you know I look over at my previous coach 
And we always joke about my obsession with free throws. You can blame that man right there. Is what part of the reason why I'm obsessed because all I hear is make your free throws. <laughs> And we'll continue our halftime discussion. Moanalua leading Mililani 29-14. When we come back, we'll have more scores from this girls' postseason tournament. You're listening to OIA Basketball exclusively on Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. Back here at Monolua High School, Kyle Galdera and Kuvule Ogbayani. Monolua always sets out to defend the lake when they take the court, and they're doing that tonight, a 29-14 lead over Mililani. But before we get back to second-half action, Kuvule, take us through the other scores in OA girls' playoff games tonight. Yeah, so again, this game, one of the quarterfinal games going on tonight. In the other game, the winner of this game between Mililani and Moanalua will play the winner of Campbell and Pro City. Right now, Campbell is up 28-3 to at the half over Pro City. On the other side of the bracket, Radford and Kailua in a close game, 23-20 to in Radford's favor in the third quarter. The other semi, or quarterfinal, excuse me, is between Kahuku and Lelehua, but that game isn't until tomorrow at Kahuku. We go over to the Division Two side, Farrington and Kala Hale. Right now, Farrington holding on to a 22-20 lead over the Mustangs at the half. And Kapolei is currently trailing McKinley 12-6 in the second quarter, which are, those are the semifinal games for Division Two. And we're going to take a 30-second timeout and be right back with second half action. Monolua leading Mililani 29-14. You're listening to OA Girls Basketball exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Welcome back to second half action here at Monolua High School. We are underway. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani. Mililani had it first. They had a couple of great passes, but no success on their shot. As now 7.15 to go in the third quarter. Monolua looking to add to its 15-point lead. A shot is taken by Namenihuni. That was Shanti Castillo. But her, even though her shot was missed, it went off a Mililani player. So the rebound goes to Monolua. 7-11. We'll see if Monolua is always open here. And a three-pointer is taken by Nobleza. No good. Mililani ball. A minute gone here in the third quarter. Namenihuni leading Mililani by 16. Taking her time up top. There's Kelsey Ota. Now around the horn it goes. Back to Ota it comes. Skip pass to Kurosaki. She takes a long shot. That one is good. I believe it's going to be ruled a three. It is 29-17 now in favor of Namenihune. Lee Lee gets it down low. She turns it over though. Stolen by Kurosaki. And then I think Lee Lee fouls Kurosaki going the other way. When Lee Lee is down, we mentioned earlier she was wearing a big knee brace on the right side. I wonder if that's bothering her or maybe she took an elbow to the head when she was trying to go back after that rebound. 
Yeah, it's one of those she tried to dive for the basketball, and I don't know, maybe even as a Milani player tried to avoid her, could have maybe gotten her with a heel, any kind of those things when players talk, because it looks like it might be her face that she's kind of favoring. So she's going to take a bit of a breather and get looked at. You never want to mess around when it comes to potential head injuries, so the awesome Wanalua staff is tending to her. And hopefully she'll get back in the game. We'll keep you posted on that. But right now, that sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Health, pardon me. And they are helping to create a healthier Hawaii. Back to live action now. Milani breaks the press. Nice job by Kurosaki. Bit of a whirling dervish move there. Her shot no good. But out of bounds deflected by Moanalua. Milani keeps it with 22 on the shot clock. Yeah, and there's that dribble drive that we were talking about earlier with Kurosaki. If you give her enough room, she's going to take it to the basket. So Milani brings it in. Kurosaki fakes the three, comes in a little closer, takes the two instead, and that is now 11 points leading all scorers in this game, and Kurosaki almost single-handedly keeping the Trojans in this game. Trojans down by 10 now, 29-19, two minutes gone here in the third quarter and we have is that a moving screen or a timeout called by Monalua so we'll keep it here as a 30 second break called by Namenihunian. Kule what do you think about the timeout here following the 5-0 run called by Kirk Ranolo? I think it was the perfect time to call it for coach Kirk Ranolo because again you had such a significant lead and now you're only up by 10 and I know maybe some of our listeners that aren't accustomed to high school basketball they're like ah 10 point lead that's a lot at this level especially when you have a player like a Brooke Kurosaki who can is starting to get warm and make those shots and can make those shots from three as well 10 points will be nothing that 10 point lead can disappear in no time for Moanalua so Kirch, Co Coach Kirk excuse me Ranolo perfect time to call that timeout and get his team regrouped that's a great call by Ukule. Kurosaki averaging 13 points per game in league action. She's already at 11, so I think it's safe to say, barring anything crazy, she's going to at least hit that mark, and if she needs, maybe surpass it, trying to get her team back in this game. We're back to live action now. 5.45 to go in the third quarter. Moanalua with it, trying to beat the zone pressure of Nililani. Nice job going into the post. That was Jamie Smith with the right-handed layup through three defenders to get the lead back up to 12. But on the negative side for Namenehune, a quick reach-in foul committed as Nilulani tried to beat the pressure. Yeah, and it felt like in the first half it was Minilani making all the fouls, and now Mwanalua with two fouls charged them in this quarter, and Minilani with none so far. And that foul called on Tanaya Daniels. That's her second personal foul. You mentioned Kule, two team fouls already, none for Minilani here in the period. Just checked in was Kyla Nihe. She has it for Minilani. Around the horn to Kawamata. Back up top, the Trojans have it. Back to Kurosaki, their playmaker. Nice crossover dribble there. Kicks it out to an open player. She then dribbles it away, though, stolen by Namenihune. And a traveling call that wasn't called benefits the home team. That was Tanaya Daniels who stumbled a bit, but they keep possession. Nobleza with it up top, down low, Betli'i back in the game. Oh, an offensive foul, a bit of an elbow there into the chest of the Mililani player, and that third team foul will force a turnover and give 
Mululani the ball back, 31-19, the Trojans trail. Yeah, and credit to Akemi Kawamata for drawing that foul, really standing her ground on Lee Lee. So Trojans bring it in. Monalua still employing the pressure with the zone defense. Nearly another steal. Mululani breaks it, though. They have an opening. They decline the shot, though, as it gets kicked out to Kawamata. She looked for Kurosaki, but decided differently, going into the left corner for Nihei. Nihei dribbling out of trouble. Back to Kawamata. Dribbling with her left hand, now the right. Her ponytail kind of whipping back and forth like a tail there as another turnover to Mwanalua. Nice job with the Euro step as Mwanalua's shot by Daniels, no good, but it was blocked by Mililani, so Namenehuni keep it. Yeah, and good clean block there by Mililani. Uh, still with no fouls charged to them as a team. So 4-12 left to go in the third period, nearly halfway through. That was Smith who faked the shot back to Lee Lee. Looked like a foul there, but instead, Lee Lee mishandles the ball as Coach Renolo saying. He agrees with you. <laughs> she was being hacked there, but no call. It'll be Mililani ball. The good news for Namenehuni is even though they struggled in this corner, quarter, pardon me, they still have a 12-point lead. And that kick ball will keep it with the Trojans. 3.56 to go here in the third period. And there it is, this full-court press, eh, three-quarter press maybe, that Moanalua is still frustrating the Trojans as they, they haven't figured out a way to easily break it yet. And the good news for Moanalua is if they do move on to face eventually a team like Campbell, that's the way you're going to have to win a playoff game against a, a great team like the Sabres is with stellar defense because that's what they're going to bring to the table too. So Milani has it back on offense, running the weave play. A nice shot taken uncontested by Wilson. She misses it, though, and then a transition long pass by completed, pardon me, to Nobleza. She misses the shot but will be fouled, forcing the action going to the line. Yeah, there we go. First team foul for Mililani, and I believe that one charged to Kelsey Ota for that one. Excuse me, the board said, uh, says otherwise. Kylie, <laughs> Kyla Nihei. My eyes are not seeing correctly. And again, props <laughs> to the Moanalua athletic staff. They have one of the best scoreboards in high school basketball, complete with leading scorers, too. So again, come down and check out live basketball yeah. here. If you're driving around, why not? Come say hi. I'm so used to trying to figure out who gets charged for the foul on my own, and I can just look up at the scoreboard now. So Nobleza makes one of two free throws, increasing their lead. That's Monalua to 32-19 over Mililani. Three and a half minutes left to go in the third. We'll see if the Trojans can answer. A long three taken by Kawamata. No good. Rebounded by Lee Lee. Nice to see Lee Lee back in the game after that minor hit to the head. She seems to be fine, though. Dribbling up top between the circles. Now kicks it over into the corner for Castillo. Back to Lee Lee. Then down low. A nice running layup by Mateo. Mateo off the bench has nine points. And that puts a surging Moanalua up 34 to 19. Yeah, what a nice move by Acacia Mateo. She had a big smile on her face with it, rocking her bright green shoes too. Long three taken off the back iron by Kurosaki. No good. Rebounded by Moanalua. They look to slow it down a little bit, taking some air out of the ball, up by 15. Dribbling in the top left corner is Smith. She now drives, kicks it out to Lee Lee. Nice job there. And the shot by Lee Lee basically danced all the way around the rim but didn't fall. Rebound to Milani. Trojan sprinting the other way. Right side over to 
a unidentified player. Well, oh, there we go. I got the wrong side. My bad. <laughs> that was Nihe who drew the foul earlier and then forces the action on offense, passing it over to her teammate, and that's going to be a foul drawn by the Trojans. So good job there, basically using Moana Lua's strategy to try to get some free points going their way. And Ota will shoot two free throws after the foul by Mateo. Coach Kule will be happy there. First free throw is up and good. Yeah. As Monalo leads 34-20. Two minutes left to go here in the third she period. She is a 50% free throw shooter of the season. So we'll see if the second one can go. And it does. And you can tell she's used to making one of the two because right after she shot it. And I'm glad the referee saw that too because she shot it but then left the line before the ball hit the rim. Therefore, it's a violation. No shot. And it remains a 34-20 lead. So it's almost like a darned if you do, darned if you don't, yeah. right? Because you're, you're trying to be aggressive and get your own rebound, but you can't leave that early. So one little ball up by 14. Outlet pass, nearly stolen away, but picked up nicely by Abalos. Abalos trapped in the corner, passes it up to a teammate Daniels. Daniels up to Smith. Around the horn, the horn back to Daniels. Down low, a nice job with the right-handed layup. Acacia Mateo on the spot again now, leading the team off the bench with 11 points. Yeah, Acacia Mateo really having herself a game and is everywhere offensively on the court. 1.30 left to go in the third. A 16-point Monolo lead. And the hesitation dribble by Kurosaki, a little bit too much hezzy there. She's going to be called for the Allen Iverson-esque carry violation and that's going to give Monolo the ball back unofficially 20 turnovers committed by Mililani tonight and we're not even through the third frame and checking in for Monolo for the first time tonight is Akila Bell we saw a bit of her last year probably the biggest player on the court so we'll see if the younger player she's a junior can get some experience here and bring even more size to the Monolo lineup yeah, speaking of experience, I don't think we mentioned that during the broadcast that Moana Lua does have a ton of experience on their team. And you look at top down on their roster, they only have one sophomore and everyone else are juniors and seniors. And that was the third Moana Lua foul on Daniel. So she's going to take a break right here as the first free throw is up and good by Mililani, 36-21. to 21. That free throw converted by Shania Wilson. <laughs> Looks like uh, head coach for Milani, Kyle Kurosaki, still debating that uh, carry call that <laughs> from earlier. So the second free throw, no good off the back iron. There's Lee Lee with another rebound. 118 and winding. Oh, Lee Lee almost traveled and committed the backcourt at the same time, but not called. Wanalua driving. Oh, coast to coast from. Oh. That was a beautiful shot. Acacia Mateo goes left, then right. Scoop shot up and good. And those neon shoes makes her easy to see as she celebrates with the double arm flex. Okay, I was going to say, what do you call this? <laughs> How do we describe it for the people? Everyone knows what the pose is, but I'm glad you, my friend, are good at describing what that was. And as Monalua <laughs> continues to strike a pose a bit, we're going to take a 10-second timeout and pause for station identification. You're listening to OI Girls Playoff Basketball Action right here exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Your brand new home for OIA Athletics, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here at Monolulu High School, Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani as the second free throw 
by Mwanalua. Pardon me, the and one free throw by Mwanalua is good. And that gives Namenihuni their largest lead of the night, 39-21. It's an 18-point lead over Mililani here in the third quarter. 50 seconds left to go. Trojans trying to answer with some kind of response to this tough Mwanalua zone defense. They continue to employ the 2-3 zone. 13 left on the shot clock and winding now down to 10. Kurosaki dribbling inside, stolen away. Mwanalua has it. Will they hold? It looks like they will pull it out. So no shot clock. Mwanalua has the opportunity to not only hold, but potentially go up 20. <laughs> and even though her coach said, hang on, Mateo dribbles in and said, you know what? I'm going to pad my stats. Give me 16 points here through three quarters. <laughs> She's like, I come off the bench. I'll do what go I want. For it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to tell a player to, to turn it off when she's on fire. Mateo is that tonight. 16 points as Mornalua dribbles out the third quarter clock. But before they do, is that going to be an out-of-bounds call giving Mornalua the ball back? Oh, it's going to be a foul. Looks like a... So the loose ball foul will be okay. called on Monalua. So at least Mililani has two free throws with .1 second left in the third. Yeah, and that was a really good hustle <laughs> play by Zenelin Nelson to try to come up from behind to get the ball back for Mililani and was able to draw the foul in the meantime too. And it was Nelson, like you said, the freshman who got fouled, puts up a beautiful free throw. Again, Coach Kule is beaming here as the free throw is good for the Trojans. Knocking the deficit down to 19. One Ten. more free throw up, and that one's no good. Oh, it is good. I read the bounce wrong. Two Told for you. two. That's a generous basket over here. <laughs> that gives you the good bounce on this side. So they got the good bounce, but the bad news is Mililani still trails by 18 to Mwanalua going into the fourth quarter. We'll be back with the final quarter of action here from Mwanalua. It's Friday night, lights under the dome here with Namenihuni, Kyle Galdera, Kule Agbayani. We'll be right back here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to OIA Girls Playoff Action. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani. This one seems a bit out of hand. Mwanalua up 41-23, but that's why they play the game. we got eight minutes left. We'll see if the Trojans can answer. But before we get back to live action, Kule, can we get a quick update on some other scores around the OIA girls' action? Uh, Campbell and is still with that significant lead over Pearl City in the third quarter, 28-3. As we mentioned earlier, the Kahuku match, the other uh, quarterfinal game, does not happen until tomorrow. And Radford over Kailua currently 36-34 in the fourth quarter. Ooh, that'll be a fun one to watch. And hopefully this one continues to be exciting. Brian McInnes in the house from Spectrum App. As Li'ili'i goes up again, she cannot be stopped down low. The right-handed reverse layup is good. And Mwanalua is up by 20 again, 43-23. Kurosaki with it for Mililani, trying to get something going. Behind the back dribble, the fake and the Euro step. And she is just being harassed by now a double team from Mwanalua. Offensive rebound, kept by Mililani, then stolen by Namenuhune. Coming back the other way quickly is Daniels. She's playing with three fouls. Kicks it over to Smith up top between the rings. Over to the three-point edge. Now down low into the post. It goes to Daniels. Daniels back to Lee Lee. Lee Lee looks for an opening. Oh, nice play there. But before the made basket by Mornalua, it's going to be Mateo called for traveling. And Mililani ball. 
than one little coach, Kirk Ranolo. Can't believe it. He thought it was a beautiful Euro step, but the referees thought otherwise. The Moanlua fans couldn't believe it. Even the other players on the court, everyone was in shock, really, at that call. So 6.50 to go in this game. Moanlua up by 20. As Midalani tries to get something going, they're playing outside the perimeter against the tall defense of Moanlua. Into the corner goes Kurosaki. She takes a third shot from that corner. No good. Rebounded by the Trojans. The freshman jacks it up. Nelson, no good. Rebounded by Moanlua. Oh, good job not only getting the rebound, but Jamie Smith hustling the other way, evading the defense. Down to Lee Right-handed layup is good. The largest lead of the game for Namenehune. 22 points, 45-23. to 23. Yeah, and that gives Lee Ili'i 11 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks, and 3 assists. Not a bad evening. With not still, a bad evening. <laughs> still a quarter to go. Kurosaki gets the offensive rebound. Over to the freshman, Nelson. Skip pass, now tossed down low, and Wilson's going to be frustrated as she turns it over. Another steal by Namenehune. And on that one, it looked like Jamie Smith kind of got a little fingernail across her, her hand, and we'll see if she's okay. Her left hand holding it gingerly. So she says, you know what? I'm going to dribble with my right. <laughs> Still looking at her left hand. Happens all the time. Hopefully she's okay. She fakes a shot now, comes inside for the short jumper nice rebound on the offensive side that's Mateo gets the rebound and the deuce 18 points now off the bench for Mateo and the 24 point lead by Moanalua will force a timeout by Mililani we're going to step away for a minute long timeout as well we'll be right back this is OAA girls basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. Back here live at Honolulu High School. Now Manihuni in cruise control, holding down the Trojans 47-23. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani. Now Manihuni again forcing the action. Lee Lee down low. He recently checked in Natalie Colo with it, and her bucket is no good. And it's actually going to be ball out of bounds to Mililani. So 5.05 to go. Kuule, what, if anything, can the Trojans do to get back in this? Or is it basically enough said already? <laughs> no, you know it pains me to say enough said when it comes to my Mililani Trojans, but <laughs> Moanalua at this point has just been doing everything right. I mean, when you have a player like Acacia Mateo coming off the bench and just really balling it up today is like the best way I can describe it. When you're the Trojans, it's just it, I'm glad that they're still putting the shots up, taking care of the basketball, but Moanalua just just have has everything figured out and if you are Namenehune you need to keep pushing the pace because you are likely going to face Campbell tomorrow so you need to make sure you play hard to the very end. A couple of shots missed by Milani. It'll be a rebound to Monolo and then a steal goes the Trojans way following a frustration turnover 
as that ball is thrown out of bounds by Kyla Nihe. So it'll be now Menihune ball, 4.15 to go in this ball game. And we mentioned earlier, Jamie Smith took a bit of a whack to the left hand. She got taped up, and it looks like she'll get the rest of the night off knowing that her coaching staff wants to preserve her for what we presume will be a tough Campbell squad tomorrow night. And hopefully she's okay with that. And that sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. 4.01 left to go in this ball game. And a commanding 24-point lead in the form of 47-23, favoring the home team, Namenehune. Coming back for Mililani is Kawamata. She averages six points a game. Trying to be a facilitator in this one. And she, the Trojans, pardon me, turn it over again. And I believe that's at least eight steals so far for Nobleza. So she has an outside shot. If she can get another three at a rare point and steal double-double. She breaks it through a few defenders, passes it off to Lee Lee. She fumbles it a bit, though, finally regains it, guarded by four players, and then a Juan-Lua timeout as Coach Ronello says, i got to help my post player here, trying to get her some help. And the 30-second timeout from Juan-Lua will keep it here. 3.26 to go in the ballgame, and I think Lee Lee got hit in the face again, kind of rubbing her eyes a bit, and I wonder if Coach Ronello Kule will say, all right, Lee, Lee, you're done for the night. You've done enough. We're, we're trying to save you for Campbell tomorrow night. Yeah, and excuse me, correction. The semifinals are actually going to be on Monday. Our apologies. Uh, good call, yeah. that's right. So tomorrow is only the last quarterfinal game between Lelehua and Kahuku, and then Monday will be the semifinal matchups. Both games, along with the two championship games on Wednesday, will all be at Pearl City, and you will be able to hear both the Division One and Division Two championship games right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and Hawaii Sports Radio. Dot com. Oh, while we have this break, too, I want to give a shout-out to our Michael Lascaro on top of a shout-out to our new partners, Scoring Live. So if you guys want to get the score updates for all the games going on right now in the OIA playoff action or the ILH scores, even the Outer Island scores, and you have boys basketball going on right now, scores and stats, be sure to go to scoringlive.com, your number one source for high school sports here in Hawaii. Well done by you, partner. You beat me to all the teases. You beat me to all <laughs> of them. And speaking of beating, Moanalua continues to out-hustle and outplay Mililani. 3.19 left to go in the fourth quarter and a 47-23 lead. I think it's safe to say that Moanalua will advance to Monday's semifinals. So pretty much knowing we're headed in that direction and thinking that Campbell will advance as well. What have you seen from Moanalua tonight that maybe gives you some optimism that they can keep up with the Sabres of Campbell. I mean, I think they match up very, very well, especially we called her name a lot. Someone that uh, has been somewhat of the surprise in Acacia Mateo, you know, has... They, I feel like Moanalua has a lot more size compared to that Campbell squad, but Campbell is just very, very feisty, for lack of a better term, from what we saw last year, and I think that's what bothered Moanalua a lot in the championship game. But, as we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, there's a shot clock now, so both teams will have to keep playing basketball throughout the entire game. So 2.30 left to go in this game, and Akila Bell missed for Moanalua, but then after the Milani rebound, guess who? That's Ray Nobleza getting another steal. So she still has a potential steal point double-double in play and the foul is going to be called on Kurosaki but I wouldn't be surprised if Nobleza 
gets a trip to the bench pretty soon just again to rest her up for Campbell and Kule I'm glad you mentioned the the size advantage for Moanalua compared with the guard heavy play of Campbell the Sabres are almost like a, a pack of mosquitoes in that mm -hmm. they're just relentless and they create all kind of havoc on both ends of the court but to your point now that there's a shot clock Campbell can't use its its patented stall tactic which before was totally legal but now is offset by the shot clock in place and I must say I'm glad that the OIA was able to uh, figure out how to implement the shot clock in the regular season this year because that'll keep them prepared to face you know the other schools especially in the ILH who had their shot clock ready to go and Bell rings the bell there hitting the backboard hard on her layup and that deuce puts Mualua up 49-23 the biggest lead of the game for Namenehune Two minutes left in the game. Long shot taken and missed by the Trojans. Back now it goes to Jacqueline, pardon me, Jacelyn Shinagawa. Now over to Shania Wilson running the baseline. And that long pass to Shinagawa goes out of bounds. 20-plus turnovers tonight committed by the Trojans. That's not going to get it done, especially in a playoff game against a team like Monolua. Yeah, and that really has been the downfall for the Trojans in this game. I've said it the entire game. It's not that, I mean, I give all the credit to the way that Moanalu has played defensively, but I feel like half of those turnovers were just self-inflicted by the Trojans. Can't take care of the basketball. More times than not, you will lose games. So a minute 30 left. Moanalua trying to run this game out without any injuries or anything crazy going on. That shot is no good. Mililani racing back the other way, trying to get a few more points before this one is said and done. Cat Casino... Rolls the dice with that shot. No good. Rebounded by Namenihune. A minute 15 left to go. Our leading scorer tonight, Acacia Mateo, 18 points. Dribbling with her lime green shoes but stolen away. Back it goes to the Trojans. A minute five left to go in the game. Underhanded layup. No good by the Trojans but a foul committed by Moanalua. Two free throws coming for the visitors. I'm just happy you got to say the name Cat Casino. <laughs> All name team right there. It'll be Kyle Casino. I like that. We <laughs> Las <add> Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so the first free throw is taken and made. Nice job there by Shania Wilson. She's a 72% free throw shooter coming into this game. And that trims the deficit to 25. So obviously Milani not going to get back into this one, but we'll see if they can finish strong, get maybe a few more points and get some more players, some action. A lot of role players now off the bench into the game for the Trojans. Same thing can be said for Moana Lewis. The majority, actually all the starters are now on the bench. Good job by the coaches getting more student athletes some action here. Yeah. As we're now down to 50 seconds and winding. Akila Bell up top, dribbling. Nice dish there. And another nice pass over to Courtney Abalos. Abalos on the left side, down low, now stolen away. Good job there by Mililani. The ball pinballs around, and it's finally recovered by Kawamata of Mililani. 30 seconds left to go in the game. About a three-second differential between the game and shot clock. Three-pointer taken by the Trojans. No good. That one's going to be rebounded by Moanalua, and if they get the ball across the timeline, this should be it. And Namenihuni will do just that. 13 seconds and winding. They're going to hold on here and secure the victory. Right now it's a 49-24 advantage. Namenihuni will run out the clock and get their win here in the quarterfinals of the OA Girls Basketball Tournament. A great win by Namenihuni. 
Awesome defense turning into transition offense. A great all-around effort by the home team. Yeah, and I got to tell all of our listeners, though, that was an interesting ending to the game as Mualua passed it back and it rolled out of bounds, but time expired before it actually went out of bounds, so there was no stoppage That's in one play. way to do it, making sure <laughs> <laughs> you run off the clock, and Mualua did just that, securing the 25-point win over Mililani. We'll be right back to wrap things up again. Namenehune moving on to the semifinals on Monday night. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball Playoff Action right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Moanalua High School. We are POW for now. Moanalua putting the finishing touches on a 49-24 win over visiting Mililani High School, and they did it with defense, turned that into offense, got all kind of steals and turnovers, and from Wanalua, the great effort turned in, not only by Shiloh Li'ili with nine points, seven rebounds, a couple of blocks, and a couple of steals as well, and even Ray Nobleza, nearly 10 steals for her alone, doing a great job on defense. But we have to talk about our Yayu player of the game, and that's going to go to, coming off the bench, by the way, Acacia Mateo, 18 points to lead all scores, and she really proved the difference in this game tonight from Moanalua doing a great job helping Namenehuni. When Lee Lee went to the bench, Mateo was right there to keep the scoring going. Yeah, Acacia Mateo just really doing her thing. As you mentioned, 18 points, including a three, and my favorite part, three for three from the free throw line. That is perfect all-around play by Mateo, and that is why she is our Yeah You player of the game. Be sure to check out Yeah You HNL on Instagram at Y-E-A-H, the letter U, H-N-L, or go to their website, same spellout.com, Y-E-A-H, the letter U, H-N-L.com for your latest sports apparel, especially with baseball season coming. They have some pretty sick sunglasses that you can get. Yeah, so Mateo's going to be the envy of her teammates as she sports her Yeah You sunglasses following the excellent performance tonight. And we have to give a shout-out to Brooke Kurosaki leading Mililani tonight. 11 points, and she really, even though her team fell by 25 points tonight, without her, it probably would have been a close to a 40-point margin. So props to her, the junior, doing a great job running the point and shooting for the Trojans. And pivoting back to Moanalua, they're going to move on to face Campbell on Monday in semifinal action. Again, quickly, Kule, what can we look forward to in that matchup, knowing that on Wednesday when we bring you the championship game right here on HSRN, we're going to see one of those two teams. Well, that's the interesting thing. I'll probably head down there to Pearl City on Monday to see how that game unfolds between uh, Moanalua and Campbell. Unfortunately, this is going to be in the semifinal. As we mentioned, this would be the rematch of last year's OIA championship game by which Campbell came out on top over Moanalua to go back-to-back. 28-2, to two. and as Kyle Galdera mentioned in the pregame, that it was a low-scoring affair because there was no shot clock. So I can imagine there's going to be a significantly more amount of points, and it's going to be some pretty fun basketball because both squads, especially Campbell, they are just feisty. They like to push the pace, both offensively and defensively. So I can imagine that will be a very fun basketball game for fans to watch. Yeah, and both teams very well coached. Coach Kirk Ranolo talking to the media right now, big smile on his face. I, I really like how he can get intense in the moment, but you can tell there's a 
he kind of takes the pressure off his team that way. And then Coach Wyatt over at Campbell building a dynasty there. And props to him. He also coaches the football team. He, uh, I refereed a few of his games. He's the JV coach. So multi-sport coach there over at Campbell. Should be a lot of fun on Monday. And, of course, stay tuned. We're going to have championship action on Wednesday night right here on HSRN. The D2 championship followed by the D1 championship live from Pearl City High School. That's going to wrap us up tonight. Again, Monolua prevailing 49-24 over Mililani. we got to send our big mahalos and shout-outs to Paul Brecht in the studio, our in-studio engineer and producer, Alan Mia and AC Custodio providing much-needed technical support, Joel Kowachi and the entire Monolua athletic staff here taking care of us, and, of course, my partner in crime, social media savant and host of Wake Up in the Den every weekday morning from 8 to 9 here on HSRN. You get the last word, my friend. Got to give a shout out to our Michael Lescaro right here too, helping to provide our game or during the game stats as well. I also got to say a shout out to my former coach when I was playing basketball at Milani. It was good to see him, Coach Sparrow. So, but that'll stick in my head. He's like, I don't really yell anymore. I'm like, they're so lucky because we got yelled at so much. So it was fun calling this game, first basketball game that I've been calling for the Milani Trojans. Full circle moment here. And I'm glad to do it with you, my friend. We did an awesome job, and we look forward to even more exciting, entertaining basketball coming up on Wednesday night, live from Pearl City High School. Again, tune in for the D2 championship following the D, or pardon me, preceding the D1 championship game exclusively here on HSRN. For our entire hardworking team, we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to Moanalua defeating Mililani 49-24. Take care, everyone. We'll catch you on the radio and online here on HSRN Wednesday night. I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care, everyone. Aloha. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network's special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSE Hawaii. Providing customer value. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentator Kule Ogbayani. And in-studio technical engineer Paul Brecht. Visit HawaiiSportsRadio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.